Thanks for tuning in to Warcry Radio, where your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, focuses on mind reframing, personal money and credit, business theory to launch clarity, business credit, business leadership, home buying, and real estate investments. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time for another great episode. Talk soon. Peace. Hey guys, welcome to World Cry Radio. I am your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun. And guess what, guys? We have another amazing, phenomenal featured guest on today. Today we have Carrie Heaps, and I am excited. I know, I know, I know you guys get so tired of hearing me say that, but guess what? It's the truth. I am excited to have Carrie Heaps on the show today, and she's going to give us some phenomenal information, drop some gems, some jewels. Guys, this is going to be a situation where you really need to get a notepad and a pen, and you want to take notes. You want to ask You want to write down any questions that you want to ask because we will be giving out Carrie's information throughout this episode. So if you want to get in touch with her, please, by all means, write your notes, your questions down in your notes and let's get to it. So as you can see, I'm kind of getting tongue tied because I'm excited. So Carrie, welcome to War Cry Radio. Go be great. How are you today? Karina, I am doing fabulous and I am excited too to be on your show and I want to say hello to all of your listening audience and just excited to be here today. Awesome, awesome. I can't wait to get into this. So Carrie, tell us a, just a little bit about yourself before we get started. Oh, sure. Well, my name is Carrie Heaps and I uh, own a couple of different companies. I own Pageant Platform Magazine and Book Speak Repeat. And I have been an entrepreneur for, I am proud to say, it will be 15 years in June. So, wow, that is awesome. That is phenomenal. I can be honest and transparent and say I have not been an entrepreneur for 15 years. In my heart, I have been. (laughs) But I would like to say congratulations to you because you hear so many horror stories where they say that entrepreneurs don't last past five years and so the fact that you've gone 15 years shows that you are really truly hunkered down in what it is you're doing and you are now an expert in that so that's how we're looking at you today Carrie thank you so much for joining us Awesome. Awesome. I just can't wait to get started and share my journey and hopefully help everyone who's listening with whatever issue that they are encompassing right now in their business. Yes, ma'am. So Carrie, tell us a little known fact about yourself. Now, you know, this doesn't have to be anything major or deep where it's, you know, if you tell us, you got to kill us, but tell us just (laughs) a little known fact about yourself. Well, a little known fact about me, um, which is is kind of interesting, is I used to be a model many, many years ago when I was very young. Uh, I did a lot of commercial modeling. I was never tall enough to do anything, you know, for the runway. I'm only uh, five five, so I did a lot of commercial modeling. Um, competed in a lot of different modeling competitions and did a lot of promotional and trade show work, and that kind of helped me work my way through college and has also kind of helped me, you know, get to where I'm at today too, because it gave me that unwavering confidence and tough skin that you need to have if you're gonna be an entrepreneur. So uh, not many people know that about me. If they peruse my Facebook page, they might see some of my old modeling pictures, but 
Yeah, little known fact about me. I used to be in the entertainment industry, so. That is awesome. That is amazing. You know, you say that you were not tall enough and you're 5'5". Five, five. I'm 5'4". Five, and I remember way, way back, a long time ago, twenty over 20 years ago, I wanted to be a model and went to some, it was in Charlotte, North Carolina, some modeling call or audition or whatever. And they were very nice, but they, you know, just matter of factly told me, listen, you're not tall enough. And in my mind, I'm thinking, but I am. So I do that fully, <laughs> you know, and I yeah. That, yeah, I think that they have changed some of that now uh, just to be a little bit more inclusive. And so good for you that you actually turned that around. I didn't do that so much, but hey, I'm still here and we're still doing good. So Carrie, tell us why you're in business. What inspires you? And do you feel today the same way you did when you first began? That is a great question. So, you know, part of the reason I, it's interesting how I got started, Karina, because I grew up in an entrepreneurial household. My father was an electrician. He owned his own company. And, you know, growing up, I really got the benefit of living in an entrepreneurial household. And really that kind of got in my blood uh, from a very young age because you know during the summertime when school was out my father uh, he was able to take me during the day and we would work together I was kind of a tomboy when I was little so we would uh, he purchased a boat one time and we were refurbishing it it was a wooden boat and I got to spend my days with him during the summer helping him and you know down at the boatyard and and just having a blast where most people could not not do that um, with their parents because they were working during the day. And when I was sick uh, and needed, a, you know, needed to come home from school, my father was the one who, you know, who was able to pick me up and, you know, he could stop what he was doing. So, and he always took me to school in the morning as well. He would drop me off. So I really, you know, kind of had that ingrained in me at a very young age that you know, having that flexibility, which, you know, I found out later on uh, after, you know, school and, and working in the corporate arena, I worked many different jobs and I never felt that it was a good fit. You know, I just, even though they were great jobs, I did a good job at it, but it was, there was something missing. And it was that entrepreneurial element. I wanted to be the boss. I wanted to steer my own ship per se. So you fast forward a little bit. I, uh, one of my last jobs in corporate that I had, I was in a sales position. So I was able to kind of, you know, it was outside sales. So I was able to go out, basically plan my day. It worked out very well. But at that point I said, you know what, I'm going to set a goal for myself. I'm going to be, you know, start my own business within a year. And I worked part-time to save money. You know, back then, um, you know, even all the tools we have available today for an entrepreneur, like starting your own website, anybody can do it now. Back then you needed someone to do it who understood HTML coding. Um, So I saved up money. I had someone working on my website and entrepreneurship, it's never a straight line. But what really inspired me is that I wanted to, uh, we talk, you asked me about modeling and acting, and that's really what I had intended to do when I started my business 15 years ago. I wanted to have a modeling agency, modeling school, teach people self-esteem, work with pageant contestants. But life always has a different plan for us. So of course, when I started doing this, I wound up, I kind of 
started doing networking events because I also had a really good knack for bringing people together. And that kind of turned into doing trade shows and that turned into doing marketing for other companies and everything just kind of took a back seat. And probably about four or five years ago, I kind of had one of those, uh, what am I doing type meetings with myself? I'm like, you know, life is short. Um, I really haven't spent the time doing the things that I truly love with speaking, helping other people get their message out, what I'm truly passionate about. And I need to change that. And I made some major changes. I launched Pageant Platform uh, Magazine and started getting back into the speaking arena and helping other people um, with their speaking platforms as well to get in front of other audiences. Because if we don't reach people, they don't hear our message. If they don't hear our message, we can't help them. And I go back and I think about the reason that I had gotten into modeling many, many years ago when I was younger. Uh, I was in college and I had very low self-esteem never talked to anybody. And, you know, now you can't shut me up. But it really helped me come out of my shell. It helped me, um, you know, kind of spread my wings per se. I call it the peacock effect, you know, where the peacock's usually pretty shy, but you get them out in front of people and they parade around and they're showing off their colors. And, um, you know, I wanted to do the same thing for other people because I know what that's like to be kind of trapped in that shell, being too shy. And uh, that's really what drives me and gets me up out of bed every day. That is really phenomenal. I love just the background that you've given us. Um, And I I want to just kind of change flows a little bit and talk talk some about book, speak, repeat. And the reason why, and I wanna talk about this because I believe that every business owner (laughs) Mm-hmm. I, I would I would encourage every single business owner and every person that is considering being a business owner to reach out to Carrie. And the reason why I say that is because if you don't know how to articulate your brand, then your brand is silent. Mm-hmm. And there are so many people that I come into contact with who don't know how to book, speak, and repeat just their own business. And so this is really a phenomenal topic um, just to be brought onto this show because the last part of our show title, Go Be Great, this is actually a part of it. You know, and I explain to folks why I have the guest speakers that I have on here. It may not necessarily fall up under the wealth building category as far as finances or home buying or business clarity or things like that. However, it can help you in those areas. It can help you build in those areas. And I really think, I really believe, and I'm excited that you're here and you're able to talk to us about this. Carrie, let us know, tell us Aside from the obvious profit motive, I mean, you know, we're in business to make money, but aside from that, how does your organization change lives? And, you know, how does it bring value to our communities? 
Well, twofold. Obviously, I have two different sides of my business. I have Pageant Platform uh, Magazine, where we work with pageant contestants on their platform. Um, and how that actually contributes and makes the world a better place is that, you know, every pageant system, you have to have a platform. You know, something that you're passionate about. What are you trying to change about the world? What are you trying to make better? So, for example, if someone's platform is autism awareness or how to um, how to deal with people who are on the autism spectrum, where there's quite a few out there, and you know how they're using their platforms to bridge that gap between those people who have autism to the people who don't, and how they can communicate effectively together. And that is making the world a better place. It's not, you know, taking the stigma out of what they're encompassing. If their platform is helping the homeless, you know, within their community, we give them a platform to raise awareness for their platform, you know, through the magazine and the podcast to, you know, help eliminate homeless in their local area or what can they do to lessen that problem. So by giving people a platform in, in regards to that, to talk about their, their own platform of what they're trying to change in the world, um, not only helps their local communities and what they're doing, but, you know, again, it raises awareness. It shows, look at all these wonderful girls and women who are doing great things in their community. And they're trying day by day, they're taking small steps to make the world a better place. The flip side of that, Karina, is, you know, book speak repeat, where it is kind of similar, except um, we're dealing with speakers. And every speaker, just like you said, every entrepreneur, everyone has a message to share. Everyone, even if they think it's insignificant, if it's, you know, something that could help, they're only able to help somebody with a small portion of their business, or it, maybe it's something on the operations side. Still, it is something that people need to hear your message. They need to hear what you have to say. And if you don't get out there, if you don't get interviewed on podcasts such as, such as your show, um, if you don't write articles, if you don't get in front of a crowd and tell people, hey, this is what I do. This is how I can help you. Here are some tips to get you started now. You never reach those people. And you don't know how many people that can affect in a negative way. It is a ripple effect, believe it or not. It's a tiny little things that we do day to day that help people operate their business or, or, or you know, again, getting those people on those stages to help other people. You never know who needs to hear your message. You don't know what people are going through. And until you get out there and you start talking to them, like the people who are listening now, who knows what we're talking about right now might might be exactly what they need to hear. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Absolutely. I agree 100%. I, and, and I I back you in that, in the fact that we do need to get our message out you know, no matter how insignificant we feel that it is, there are messages that can, even if it's going to hit one person, that can impact people. And so this is really amazing. So Carrie, what I want to do, I want to ask you a question, and then I want to give you a little bit of time to think about it. I'm going to ask the question, then we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back. When we come back, you can provide us with your answer. So my question is, what is the future for this type of business? Um, Let us know what your thoughts are in regards to that. And so we're going to take a quick break, guys, and we'll be back. And we're going to hear from Carrie Heaps of Book, Speak, Repeat. Thanks, guys. We'll be back. (laughs) 
Hey guys, real quick interruption here, and I'll let you get back to your episode. Be sure to go over to warcry.com to grab additional resources under Karina's Welcoming Wealth Center. Karina has curated and created a ton of great worksheets, ebooks, journals, e-courses, and the list goes on. Don't delay, go check it out. That's warcry, W-A-R-K-R-Y.com. Talk soon. Peace. All right, so we are back with Carrie Heaps of Book Book Speak Repeat and also of Pageant Platform Magazine. So we left before break, I asked Carrie, what is the future? What does she believe is the future for this type of business? So Carrie, the floor is yours. What do you believe is the future for this type of business? Well, that is an awesome question. Thank you so much for asking. So I'll start with pageantry first. So clearly, I think the future, how things are changing in the pageant industry, we all see that. We're seeing where there are more more pageants now. They're more diverse. There's more opportunities for other people to participate. Um, There are pageant systems now for uh, transgender. There are pageant systems now for women in wheelchairs, um, women in business. And which I think is wonderful because it's giving, again, people a platform that they can participate in and feel like they belong. You know, there, there's a, a tribe of other people within that community that will help love and support one another, even though they're competing with one another. So I do feel that the stigma around, you know, pageant systems is changing uh, for the better because people are realizing that especially children children really need to learn how to compete because they they have to everybody has to learn how to lose karina we all compete in life we compete for business we compete for love we compete for uh maybe a house you're you're bidding on a house or you know real estate and we're not always going to be able to win and we have to learn how to deal with that rejection and deal with it in a healthy way uh one thing that i love about pageantry is that you do learn how to lose gracefully, but you also learn what did what did I learn about myself? What can I improve upon myself um, for the next time around? What you know, when you look at it that way, you you actually walk away a winner. You don't have a crown on your head, but you still walk away a winner. So I do feel that the future of pageantry it is changing, it's evolving, and there are more opportunities out there for both men and women to participate. So I think that's a very very healthy move. In in regard to the speaking part, the meeting planning industry, it changes every day. One thing that I am finding is that attendees are telling meeting planners what they what they're desiring, what they're craving from, a, you know, spending three or four days at a, at a big show, at a trade show or convention and investing the time and energy and the money into, you know, flying across the country or, or going to, you know, to an event and spending time away from their business to learn. 
I am seeing where meeting planners are having to kind of bridge that gap between the speaking and, you know, the speakers and the attendees to ensure that um, audience retention after the event, you know, sometimes people come back from events and they're so overloaded with information. Maybe they attended 20 or 30 segments. They have all of these notes. They're excited. You talk to them 90 days afterwards and nothing has gotten implemented because that excitement is gone. One of the things that we're trying to do here at Book Speak Repeat is to bridge that gap between the meeting planners, the speakers, and the attendees to ensure that the speakers can still do their part, you know, 60 days out or 90 days after the event to stay in contact, to keep those people motivated with the changes that they should be implementing. And do you remember when you attended my session and you learned about X, Y, and Z? Well, have you implemented any of those yet? If so, share your results. Because again, it, it's just like attending a concert. People get really excited. They come back. They could fly back on their own without the airplane. They're so excited. But l- reality sets in. They get back to regular life and life takes over and they are not able to implement most of the things that they've learned. So I see that as a huge change. And I'm very proud to say I feel I will be a strong part of that change with what we're doing this year. That is awesome. And you're so right with really bridging that gap between the meeting planners, the speakers and the attendees, because I have attended tons and tons of events in various industries and in various spaces and have walked away. And because there was no type of retention um, and not to say that it was anyone else's fault because I could have implemented the things that I heard, but there was no type of retention afterwards. And so a lot of a lot of it was lost. I, I know that recently I was in a uh, in a social media group and someone asked, what is important for you when you are attending a conference? And, you know, I had to be very honest and transparent. And I said, you know, honestly, I don't care about um, the venue. I don't care how lovely it is. I don't care about the keynote speaker. I'm not concerned with the high profile keynote speaker. You know, I'm not concerned with t-shirts and goodie bags. I want real true value. And I want to know that an impact has been made. I don't want to run across the room to meet three people only to never speak to them again. And so really connecting the dots between the the planners, the speakers and the attendees, I think this is really phenomenal. This is amazing information. I mean, these are guys, if you have your notebook and your pen, please make sure you're jotting this down and get in touch with Carrie afterwards. Carrie, can you give us your contact information while we're talking about this right now? Sure. So the easiest way for anyone to connect with me is to go to our site at bookspeakrepeat.com. I actually have an inquiry form on the homepage where it's a let's talk consult form. You fill it out. That comes directly to my office and we can set up a time to chat. I'm always happy to talk to anyone, Karina. You know, at the end of the day, if they're a great fit for our program, wonderful. But if not, I try to share tips and suggestions just to help people get to where they need to be for the path that they're on. Absolutely. Wonderful. And I want to ask you also, what do you think people are thinking as it relates to this business and what, but what they're not, they, they don't really know how to express it or they are afraid to express it. What do you think people are thinking? 
Well, I think on each side, with with speakers, I think that there is a discord with the fact that there are more speakers now than there are events or paid events, I should say. And everyone is clamoring for that business. And what speakers need to realize is that you have to set yourself apart from the, com- the competition. Just like you said, myself as a speaker, one of the first things that I do, I only do workshop and breakout sessions, but I go out, I- I'm there 15 minutes early when people are piling into the room and I'm introducing myself. Hi, I'm Carrie Heaps, I'm the speaker today. Tell me what prompted you to, to sign up for this class? Is there something specific you wanted to learn? Um, I get to know my audience members. I stay after, I connect with them. I always get business from the audience by doing that but I have had people tell me they feel more comfortable with my classes because they know I'm approachable you know you never want to present yourself as you know coming in taking the stage and, and people feeling so uncomfortable around you they don't want to approach you they can't learn from you if you have that demeanor and I think from a meeting planner standpoint it's just you know realizing that you know the attendee that the numbers are going down and some of the things that they have been doing for years and years with their processes and procedures are going to have to change. They're going to have to let go of some of that and incorporate their educators more after the event is over um, and do things to ensure that the attendees are implementing the value that they got from the conference. And I think lastly, you know, on the attendee side, you know, if you are going to go to a show and you invest the money and you're investing your time, or if your employer does that for you, you know, really taking what you can out of it and, you know, visit the showroom floor, talk to people. Like you said, I always try to make a goal to meet five new people, you know, get their get their business card, people I'm sitting next to, because you want to make connections there too. You never know where that's going to benefit you down the road. Um, learning is great, but you also want to take advantage of the networking opportunities that are presented to you. And, you know, try to set a goal for yourself. Hey, I'm going to this show. I know there's 10,000 people that will be there. I want to, I want to, shake hands with a hundred people and get their information, send them a note in the mail and say, Hey, it was great to meet you at the show. And then you have 100 new connections. And some people think, well, that may not benefit me with my job that I have now. Well, you don't know if you're going to have that job in a year, you know, turnover is inevitable in every industry. And wouldn't it be better if you've made connections with a hundred people that if something happens and the company you're working for shuts its doors or, or new management comes in and, and it's unbearable for you, you have a hundred people that you can reach out to to say, hey, I'm looking for a new position. Can you help me? Wow, really, really good stuff. That 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 in and of itself, those are jewels and gems right there, uh, folks. I hope you're really making sure you're taking notes here. Carrie, I want to ask you one last question. And after I ask this question, uh, I want you to take about 10 to 15 minutes and just give us, you know, whatever's on your heart, whether it's about uh, pageant platform magazine, or if it's about book, speak, or repeat, book, speak, repeat, whichever one you want to talk about, just, you know, talk to us about whatever is on your heart today. Um, But the question that I want to ask you is what, as a business owner, what rules do you believe we should be breaking? And before I I give you that, 
the space to talk about that. I want to preface this and I say this in, in all of the other episodes that when I say as a business owner, what rules should we be breaking? I like to give an example of um, there's this seemingly this rule that says as a business owner, you should be working from the time you get up until the time you go to bed and you really should be working around the clock. That seems to be a rule that has been written um, or an unspoken rule that people believe that we need to follow this in order for us to be um, successful in our business. And so I don't believe that's a rule that we have to follow. So I believe that this is a rule that needs to be broken. So Carrie, what would you say is a rule that we as business owners need to be breaking? Oh, that's so funny that you said that because it's similar to what I was going to say. So yeah, I would agree. There are so many people, there is a stigma around having your own business and that when you start out, you know, and and we've all had this happen where people think you as a business owner, you can just stop what you're doing at any time. And in a way that's true, but you still have structure you have to follow. You may have a podcast interview that you have to do, so you can't drop what you're doing and go to lunch. Yes, you will make sacrifices, but at the end of the day, how you're breaking those rules is you get to design your own life. You know, so if you want to work late at night and sleep in in the morning, great. That's what you should do. Um, If you want to be able to take a week off and, you know, you have someone else who can help you, you get yourself to that point. You have the ability to design your own life and what works for you, not what works for everyone else. And yes, everyone will inflict that on you. Oh, you have to work, you know, and have I worked hard in my 15 years, Karina? Absolutely. But I've done it on my own terms. Um, You know, there are times I have done interviews. I have worked late Friday night and I have not gone out, you know, to see friends or whatever, you know, but that was a sacrifice that I chose to make. So at the end of the day, you get to design your own life. You will work hard, but you get to set the terms for that. No one else. And don't ever let anyone dictate to you. Because the whole premise of being an entrepreneur and being on your own is that you get to be the boss. You get to select how you run your day, what's going, you know, what you're going to put to the side, what you will deal with later, what you're going to deal with now. No one else does that but you. I love it. I absolutely positively love it. So, Carrie, I want you to just take a few minutes to talk to us about what's on your heart. Um, and, and really, you know, dig in, just, you know, take 10, 15 minutes and and dig in and also make sure you give us your contact information again so that we can have that. So the space is yours, Kiri. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you allowing me that opportunity. And what's really been speaking to me and that I would like to impart to everyone that's listening, you know, and especially If you are in the process, you really want to start your own business. I've really felt compelled to really talk. And I've been talking about entrepreneurship a lot lately. And it has been on my heart. And it is something I'm very passionate about. And I have a lot of people who will ask me, hey, I really want to do, you know, my own business. And how did you get started? What's your story? Which I've already shared with everyone. But I would like to impart to people, you know, that yes, you know, entrepreneurship, it is a journey. It will never be a straight line. Sometimes you're going to start out in business. If you're looking at doing this for yourself, you're going to start out with your business with a plan in mind. And I tell everyone, do your business plan on paper with a pencil. And because you're going to use that eraser a lot. 
Um, you know, what I started out to do with my business, I really didn't get to the to what I really like to do until many years later. And I don't regret the way that it happened. Everything happens for a reason. And everything that I went through, the trials and tribulations and, and the changes have all helped me to you know where I'm at today and I can help my clients as well. So it's never gonna be a straight line. And don't get discouraged. You know, another thing I tell everyone is you wanna be pleasantly persistent with your business. It does take time. You will have to put in time and effort, but your passion, you need to be passionate about what you're doing if you go out on your own. So I've had people say to me, well, I'm, I'm thinking about starting a cleaning business because I've heard I can make really good money. You won't make it past your first year. You have to have passion for what you're doing. Your passion is what's going to pull you out of bed in the morning. It's what's going to help you after you've had a terrible day. Um, you know, with your business and you're just, you have a terrible headache and you just don't want to deal with anyone, your passion will always pull you through. And passion is, is something that is a non-negotiable when you start your own business. You want to be passionate about what you're doing because you're going to need it. And whatever you're passionate about, because people think, well, maybe I can't really make a living with that. You can, trust me, there is someone out there who is willing to pay you for your service or for your product. You just have to stay consistent. You have to market yourself. That's another thing, you know, get interviewed on podcast, write about what you do, get, try to get on your local television station. People need to know and hear about you and you will find that will help your business grow. But you also have to use it. If you get interviewed, you need to tell everybody, hey, I just got interviewed on such and such as podcast. Take a listen. I'm sharing tips on X, Y, Z. And some people feel like, well, that's bragging. Actually, it's not. If you really believe in what you're doing and that you're offering good value and you can help change people's lives, then why wouldn't you want to get that message out? Early on, I had a mentor tell me, you know, if you're not willing to promote yourself, why should anyone else? And you need to Think about that when you get interviewed because you want to share content, you want to help people, and you want to be able to showcase that you're an expert, but give them enough to where they can work on their own too. You know, and definitely too, securing stages, get out in front of your, your join your local chamber, um, BNI group or, or other networking organization where you can take 10 or 15 minutes and share tips and offer suggestions and talk about what you do. You never know who needs to hear your message or who needs to hear what you have to say. And if you don't take those opportunities, th those are missed opportunities. There are people out there that you are not helping. You are doing a disservice to this world by not getting out there and telling people about what you do and how you can help them and offering tips and suggestions. So always remember that every opportunity that you miss, you're doing a disservice as well to the people that you could be helping. You want to get your message out there. So be persistent have passion for what you're doing. Always think about how you can provide value to others. That's so important because they may not be a client or customer now, but their circumstances will change one day and they will come back and work with you. So stay consistent. Have The last thing I would share with, with the listening audience is have the ability to learn a new skill because you will have to, as an entrepreneur, wear the sales hat every day. 
even if you're an accountant or you're an architect, you are going to have to get comfortable with selling yourself, selling your service. And people who are not comfortable with sales don't do well. You know, you can outsource that to someone, but truly people want to hear from you. And, and the easiest way to overcome that is to talk about your story, talk about your passion, talk about the people you've been able to help. Your expertise will come through. Your excitement and energy comes through your voice. They see your facial expressions change, your body language changes, and they can tell you are the right person for the job. It doesn't have to be a hard sell. It just has to be one with passion. So people can know this is how this person can help me. So be ready to wear multiple hats when you start out. And I've had to be my own salesperson, my own accountant, my own secretary, my own graphic designer, my own web designer. <laughs> you know, I've had to wear many hats over the years. So be ready to do that. So that's, I just feel so compelled to talk about entrepreneurship. And I'm hoping that anyone who is listening right now, if you are on the verge or, or sitting on the fence about starting your own company, I hope what I shared with these tips, these are things that can help you. And I hope that you know, you do well on your journey and I'm sure that you will, but just be passionate about what you have to offer the world. And if you do need additional help or, or just even just to talk, uh, again, go to bookspeakrepeat.com, fill out our inquiry form. I'm always happy to have a conversation. Awesome. Wonderful, Carrie. This has been a, just an extreme amount of information that hopefully has impacted those that are listening. I know I have taken my own notes you know, I never bring anyone on to say, hey, guys, this is for you. It's also for me as well, because I am always in a state of learning. And so I do want to just kind of point out that Carrie is, just so you guys know, she's a sought out speaker. She's sought after just, just for speaking. Her topics, I just want to touch on this a little bit. Some of her topics are leveraging your publicity to close more deals. Um, bodies don't lie, body language basics, the significance of color and wardrobe and psychology, but the psychology behind it, uh, the network game, making networking work for your business and follow-up tips for success. So these are all great topics that Carrie talks about, speaks about, um, just really phenomenal information. And so Carrie, I want to thank you for joining us today on Warcry Radio. Go be great. I really feel like this was really in line with going and being great, just really pushing out there and undergirding us uh, as we continue this entrepreneurial journey. Uh, there is a saying that I have that I really, I, when I talk to folks, especially thought leaders, those, you know, and when I say this, I always preface with, I'm not boosting myself in no kind of way, but I do believe that I am a leader. I know that I'm a leader. And so many of the people that I do bring on the show are leaders also in their own right. And so I believe that we have a responsibility as we are thought leaders to bring people up with us. And so it's as if what I see, we're reaching back and we're bringing people up. As we're bringing those people up, we're also reaching towards the future and we're pulling the future towards us. And so it's a marrying in the middle of bringing folks up and then bringing the future to us. And I really believe that you are a part of that. And I want to thank you for all that you're doing in the entrepreneurial arena, in this industry, in this space to help um, bridge gaps that need to be bridged, uh, just really doing your part. 
I really want to thank you for that. So give us a little bit of, uh, or give us your contact information one more time, Carrie. Okay, um, the easiest way would be to go to our website at bookspeakrepeat.com and fill out the inquiry form. You can also learn a little bit more about what we are doing. And if you are in the pageant arena and would like to learn more about uh, our magazine, you can go to pageantplatformmag.com. So pageantplatformmag.com. Wonderful, wonderful. So we are going to end this episode on today and it's been a wonderful episode. Kira, is, are there any last thoughts that you want to leave with us? I would just say in closing, you know, again, from an entrepreneurial standpoint is, you know, find something you're passionate about, go out there, make your mark on the world and help other people, you know, just, uh, you know, get your, get your message out there any way you can. Wonderful, wonderful, awesome. So thank you so very much, Carrie Heaps of Pageant Platform Magazine. And uh, I want to make sure I say it right, book, speak, repeat. And thank you so very much for being on here, dropping those gems and those jewels. And I do hope that in the future, you will rejoin us again. And so guys, this has been another great episode of War Cry Radio. Go be great. And we've had Carrie Heaps on here. So guys, I will see you on the flip side. Bye guys. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in to War Cry Radio, where our host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, has been providing great practical life resources. If you have questions that you want answered, then email strategicsolutions at warcry.com and Karina will be happy to read and answer them on the air for you. Thanks again for tuning in. That's strategicsolutions at warcry.com, W-A-R-K-R-Y.com. Hey guys, I wanted to give you just a quick disclaimer as I am bringing on featured guests on the show. I want to let you guys know that the views and opinions expressed here on War Cry Radio from our featured guests are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of War Cry Radio, War Cry Consulting Solutions LLC, nor myself, Coach Karina. And guys, I also want to let you know that any content provided by our guests are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, anyone, nor anything. And guys, it is possible for you to hear something other than what I normally teach and um, guide you guys on. So please keep that in mind uh, as you are listening to our featured guests. My goal with bringing on featured guests is to bring additional value for you. Okay, so just keep that in mind, guys. Thanks. Bye.